This episode is brought to you by the Law Office of Joseph I. Marchant, Riles Drugstore, jointly with Riles Outfitters, the Merchants and Citizens Bank, Milton CPA Services, Vineyard Doodles, the Cannon Law Firm, and Jason's Fast Lube. So let's go ahead and jump right on into this now. I want to say what's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Throwing It Around. Today I'm sitting down with Michael Long, the head baseball coach at Carver High School in Columbus, Georgia. So without further ado, let's get to it. So thanks so much for joining me, Coach. First of all, let's just let's get all the, uh, as you say, small talk out of the way. For those who may not know who you are, just kind of give us a introduction of yourself. All right. Um, hello, everybody. Uh, my name is uh, Michael Long, head baseball coach at Carver High School in Columbus, Georgia. Um, yeah, man, this is my second year here at Carver and um, excited to be on. Thank you again, Jacob. It was my pleasure. You're doing a lot by helping me out with this. So this right here is more of an opinionated question. Some some may agree and some may not. So I'll just say in the description of my show, I'm sure you've seen if you if you've already put you might have pulled it up and listened to a little bit of my stuff. But in the description, I've wrote that sports has the uh, sports have the uncanny ability to help people escape the real world and not worry about life's daily challenges. You mean you got then you've got one thing in mind if you're a uh, spectator you're going out there to just have some fun and watch a game if you're a player you're going out there with one thing in mind go out there play the game one have fun but also go out there and, and two go out there and be sure to win the game so um in in your opinion do you agree with this i do um there is several situations even going back to when i played where Baseball was my escape mm -hmm. from the pressures in, in the world. So um, it could be anything. It could be um, a family emergency or it could be um, just stress from school, um, you know, things of that nature. And, you know, sports in general can, you know, bring the best out of you and kind of get you through those tough times. And I know it's done that for me. Mm -hmm. Um, a few years ago, I lost my, uh, my grandmother, oh. uh, almost going on two years ago. And one thing that kept me going was staying on the baseball field. I didn't, you know, take some time off. I, I tried to occupy my time and it actually helped me get out of a dark place as far as, you know, grieving her loss, mm -hmm. you know, just, you know, losing her. So I can definitely agree with that statement. That description is that um sports in general can can help you in trying times i know that you know with our program we try to make it a safe environment you know in, in a fun enjoyable environment because you know they may not tell you but those students are, are constantly battling something it could be stress in the classroom it could be something outside of school that is, is on their mind and our job and, and my job and my staff's job is to try to not only uh, mold them into better baseball players, but better men. And that's a part of it. You know, we, we, we're very, very faith-based. Uh, we have FCA, they come out and, and they uh, do devotion with the guys. Uh, we definitely pray before games, after games, things of that nature. And we do everything we can to, to pour love into our program. Um, whether it's, you know, just asking the kid, how was your day? You know, and just asking the kid and showing that you care it can go a long way. And that's one thing that I've seen with a lot of our players. And they'll tell me, 
coach, you, you've really helped me not just become a better player, but just a better version of myself. And that just goes back to that that description that that you mentioned. And, and, and I'm all and I'm all in agreement on that description. Oh, absolutely. And I know you flashing back what you were saying about with your uh, grandma passing. I know in uh in in ways you think about that too. That uh and think of it in a positive light that gives either coaches or even in players pers- uh, from their perspective, it gives them something to go out there and coach for and play for mm-hmm. a little bit more extra motivation. I'm going out here in your case, I'm going to do this for grandma or I'm going to go to do this for a, for a dad who passed or a brother or sister that passed just l- yeah. that little bit of extra motivation can do wonders in a positive way for a player or a coach in your, in, yeah. in your life. Yeah. Yes, it can. And then one thing that I do, and a lot of people don't know this, one thing I'll do um, before games, I'll jog out to the center field and I kind of just have a talk with my grandmother, mm-hmm. you know, because she was a very, very uh, big part of my life and she would enjoy seeing me play. Um, mm-hmm. She didn't really get a chance to see me coach, um, but she got a chance to see me play and she enjoyed that. So one thing I try to do before each game, I just go out to center field and, and I have a talk with her basically and she's on my mind and when I you know I end my little conversation with her I'm locked in and I'm ready to coach and and I do that in honor of her and you know it helps me get through games it helps me stay calm and level-headed a Mm -hmm. lot um because a lot that I do I and I and I you know I dedicate my life to her because she was a big part of my life and um you know those those things can really motivate you to do you know, great things. And, and that's why in our program, we try to, you know, be there, you know, not just as a coach, but as a mentor for our players, because again, you do not know what those kids are going through. And the more you give into them, the more you pour into them, the more they give you, you know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. if there's a, if there is a situation co- going on with them that, you know, they might be shy to talk about at first, but when you pour that love into them, they tend to open up more mm-hmm. to you. And we see that a lot. And I love it, man, because that makes us closer. And that makes us closer on the field. And it makes us closer as a family. I, I, everything I do is family oriented. Our program is family oriented. Um, and that's why we've been able to have some success because they're starting to bond. They're starting to gel and become more of a, a, a family or a brotherhood. Versus just, hey, we're just out here on the same team, you know, and we may not really talk to each other. We may not see each other outside of school, but you don't really see that in our program. You These guys hang out with each other constantly. They're constantly talking to each other. And that helps us on the field. And coaching staff is the same way. We meet, we talk to each other, we go out to eat, we do different things because the more uh, camaraderie you have within your, your unit, your team, your program, um, the better off you're going to be. Oh, absolutely. I, I honestly love everything you said, especially the thing about having a conversation with uh, having a conversation with your grandma. I know that makes me flashback to a movie that I watched recently. It was called Running the Bases, where mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure uh, if you haven't seen it, that'd be a great movie to go watch. I know this. It tells the story of these two brothers. One of them happens to sadly die on the baseball field in a high school state title game. And for the rest of his for the brother that uh, for the brother of the guy. For the rest of his life, he grows up to be a baseball coach and to like honor 
honor him throughout his coaching career. He every before every game he goes and like he literally like does the home run trot and I mean runs the bases in honor of him. And that yeah. helps him, like you said, uh, like in your instance with having a conversation with your grandma, that helps him get centered and get ready to take care of business out there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'd like awesome. to flash back to uh, younger Michael because because you're not very old at all. So I'll, I'll go ahead and say younger Michael and instead of younger instead of younger days. Uh, so we'll go back to your playing days. So uh, when exactly did you start playing in sports and uh, were you by chance a multi-sport athlete? I uh, I started playing at the age of three. That's when I started T-ball. Uh, I was a multi-sport athlete at one point. Um, I played up until freshman year of high school. I was playing football, basketball, and baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, played quarterback and football for football. Um, and, you know, I enjoyed my younger years of, you know, coming up through sports. And, you know, for me, the way I view sports, especially when I got closer to middle school, I said, okay, um, let me start trying to figure out what path do I want to take in sports. So, you know, I, I, like I said, I was a three-sport athlete at one point, but then when I got to freshman year, my freshman year of high school, I limited it to one, and it was baseball. Because that, that baseball was what was my first love when it came mm-hmm. to sports. Um, I start, That was the first sport I played. I started with t-ball. Um, and then I think I ended up playing – yeah, I ended up playing um, – basketball and football around the same time. Um, but I just fell in love with the game of baseball, man. And and um, I, would, I, I would say that younger me has played a big part in where I am now because I take a lot of those experiences that I had um, in the game when I played in my playing career, and I can tie it into things that I do with my players. Um, and I can tie it into things that I uh, view as a coach now. Let's see – I would tell you, I'll be honest with you. When you become a coach after playing, you see the games totally different. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of similarities, you know, between a player and coach. But there's also a lot of differences that, in my opinion, outweighs the similarities. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, the way I view the game now is a little bit different than how I view the game when I played it. See, there's things that that we see transpire in a game or in a practice. I'm like, oh, man, I, I wish I had known that when I played, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but younger me, man, um, fell in love with sports very young. Um, and I never looked back. I, I knew at some point I really wanted to make a career out of it. My career actually got cut short. I ended up having a um, hip surgery that um, ended my playing career mm-hmm. uh, right at the high school. Um, I had an opportunity to um, get some looks and, and get a chance to play at the next level. But after getting my surgery um, and talking to my doctors, my doctors kind of said, yeah, you can go and you can go play, but I don't really recommend it. So I, when he said that, I said, enough said, uh, I'm about to start my coaching career now, which I was already kind of in my coaching career beforehand. I was coaching in high school. I coached Little League and things like that. So my coaching career started when in high school, but then after my, um, my surgery and, and things like that, I, it really it took off from there. Gotcha, gotcha. And 
my next question I'll say it'll go it'll go back into the opinion based one. Um, I I talked with our uh, high school girls basketball coach about this, and uh, he he tended to agree more with me with this. And there really isn't a wrong answer to this, but in terms of multi sport athletes, do you believe that multi sport athletes happen to have a bit of an advantage over those that focus in on a singular sport, like on a year round basis? Hmm. Um, I would say that it depends on the player. Mm. Reason why I say that is because you can have a player who's a multi-sport athlete who just got it in every sport that they play. Um, and you know, you look at the the college ranks. A lot of coaches do um, love when they hear that a player plays more than one sport because that means that they're they're always active. They're always working mm. towards their craft and if they're, um, you know, capable of playing at the next level, that multi-sport athlete does kind of have a little bit of an edge, mainly because um, a lot of coaches say that they're dependable because, you know, you got to think about it. Most of, these, most of these kids nowadays are jumping from one sport right into the other and they, with no break. And they're asked to be, you know, um, to do a lot of different strenuous things, and they're be, and they're able to do it. So, um, it like I said, it kind of depends on the player because I've seen it on both you know sides already. You have a multi-sport athlete that you know, and I, we have one on our team right now. I got a multi-sport athlete on my team right now who who came straight from basketball right to baseball and batted over three three hundred, finished uh, three sixty four. Wow. This year, wow. then I also got a guy who focuses nothing. I mean, strictly on um, baseball with similar numbers. So right. you can right. see it either way. Um, and honestly, I say it just depends on the on the person. You know, every kid who tries to play multi sports doesn't do it at a high level. Not saying that they're not good. You know, right. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, um, they tend to they tend to um, not um you know they kind of like fall back from a sport at a certain point in time but then you got those you, you got several two-way um players that go play in college so you might see a, a guy that plays football but also plays baseball and a lot of those guys are the ones that you see nowadays that are draft worthy when i would say draft worthy those might be you know highly touted baseball players in high school but they're also highly touted football players. So they can find a school that will accept them for both, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. So um, that's how, that's my opinion on that, man. I, like I said, I think it really, it just depends on the, um, the player. Right. And another point that uh, I actually raised this question with a softball player I interviewed as well. And I really liked her answer. And it was kind of similar to yours. She said it kind of, like you said, depending on the athlete and also with that singular sport athlete, it's, also depends on whether they are like continuously honing their skills in that sport yes. whether it's not just when it's the off season like with baseball players like a baseball player goes into the off season and if they don't pick up a bat until next baseball season <clears throat> that's not a that's not a good thing somebody no. who's like continuously in training for the next season i mean i'm not talking about going full force during the during the fall months trying to really stay sharp and like doing the nest doing the necessities and then coming into baseball season ready to go again versus mm -hmm. with multiple sport athletes you got 
there's certain skills within other sports that help hone necessary skills like with baseball you got a basketball player of course you know it's up and down the court back and forth back and forth mm-hmm. that's endurance running for running the bases or either in a, or if you're an outfielder having to cover lots of ground take the right routes footwork i mean there's you can play whatever sport and you got to have good footwork in whatever sport you play i mean mm-hmm. but I, I honestly liked the girl uh she was a she was a softball player at middle georgia state and i think her answer to me was the best one that somebody could have given is that as long as that single sport athlete is like continuously trying to hone skills, I think that the advantage is little to none. I agree. Um, I, I definitely agree with that because, mm-hmm. you know, that singer, the, you know, the singular sport athlete, that's all they have. So mm-hmm. if you're not, you know, constantly working towards your craft in the off season, even in season, like there's several, you know, singular sport athletes, they're, after a game, if they felt like they didn't perform their best, they'll go to the, the cage and get some more cuts. Mm-hmm. Or they may, hey, coach, I want to I want to get some more ground balls or things like that. So um, that's where you kind of limit that. Like you said, you kind of limit that advantage. You know what I'm saying? So that I, I, that's a great answer. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. I, I absolutely uh, – I honestly couldn't have phrased it better whenever she told me that. I was like, that's, that's honestly the answer I wanted – I was actually looking for. Oh, yeah. So um, – what about your education background? We'll, we'll kind of dive into that a little bit. It's like, uh, what do, when it comes to like a degree you may have, or um, what's the education background and what led you to that decision? Okay. Um, so I have my associates <clears throat> um, in general studies, and I have my bachelor's in uh, kinesiology, concentrated in uh, physical education and, or health and physical education. What led me to that was just really the love for sports right. uh I, I knew i knew in ninth grade what i wanted to do when i graduated high school i wanted to do i wanted to stay in sports i wanted to get into somewhere where um it was a good fit for me um so my background with that is just is strictly sports and it's just because i love, love sports I, I um my degree at um I got my degree at Columbus State, my bachelor's degree at Columbus State, and then I got my associate's degree at uh, Chattahoochee Valley Community College, and um, I'm actually gearing up to get my master's. So that, okay. that'll be cool. that'll be coming coming soon. Cool, cool. I love it. I love it. Let's take a quick break to thank these sponsors once again, because without them, I would not be able to do this. Big thanks going out to Riles Drugstore jointly with the Riles Outfitters. The Merchants and Citizens Bank, the Law Office of Joseph I. Marchant, Milton CPA Services LLC, Vineyard Doodles, the Cannon Law Firm, and Jason's Fast Lube. Big thanks going out to them. So I've asked this to uh, two other coaching friends of mine, and I had I did this for a video assignment while I was still in school. Is uh, I I made the title of the video, uh, why why coach in in the form of a question. So what uh, what led you to decide to become to come to become a uh, a coach? Um, what led me to become a coach was I'm not gonna lie, my father. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if he knows this, but just seeing him bring me up through sports, mm-hmm. seeing how he mentored his players, whether it was I don't care if they were seven years old all the way up to college level. Um, 
you know, age and things like that, he mentors his um, players and I idolize that. And, and, I, and I, that made me really want to go into coaching. On top of, you know, of course, having a love for the game and, right, right, um, right. and things like that. And then seeing the enjoyment and the excitement on, on young uh, men's face when they uh, have success and see the hard work they put in, pay off. And, um, but, yeah, the big thing is really my father just watching him uh, do what he, you know, does and things like that. And um, that really led me into wanting to be – to become a coach. And then, you know, as I was coming up and, and just falling more and more in love with the game, you know, it was just really a no brainer to get my degree and get right into coaching. Awesome. Awesome. And I love your answer was very similar to our high school football coach. He mentioned that uh, his dad is what got him into coaching football because his, his dad had a uh, fairly long uh, high school football coaching career down in Florida until he uh, retired. And then of, uh, good handful of years ago he sadly passed but i mean i know since since he came to here came here to tell fair i mean the man's a football guru if you ask me he's 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 pretty much turned our football program around and you honestly couldn't ask for a better coach and i've heard similar i've heard similar praise about you as well at that carver oh thank you <laughs> um when it comes to coaching in high school i know uh so i know this it may be different at the college level because I've interviewed so many people at the college level. Uh, the college softball coach that I've done multiple interviews with, she doesn't necessarily have a teaching position. She only is focusing in on coaching. But do you have a teaching position as well? Because I know at some schools, I know that's basically a requirement in most places. Yeah, I do have a, a teaching job as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in the private ranks, like private school ranks, mm-hmm. you can coach without teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, public school, you you have to be a um, gotta be a teacher. Well, you have to be a teacher um, mm-hmm. to become a head coach. Right. Um, so you got to have that degree and and go through all different uh, training programs and things like that, and then eventually you know you can become a head coach. So yes, I do have a teaching degree. I'm a teaching job, and I um I'm in special education right now, and I this year I was in the math department as well. So um, kind of taking on two different jobs at one time actually three because teaching um math doing my special education duties and then coaching so yeah full plate full plate full plate (laughs) um baseball season is now over for the majority of teams here within the ghsa i know it's pretty much championship weekend now you've got uh multiple teams going off to their uh locations i know we've got truest park we've got Cool Ray Field, uh, Rome, and down in Statesboro, I believe, where all the classes will be headed. So um, I want to go ahead and get your grade, per se, on Carver's season performance this year. Um, I would honestly say if I had to grade it from, you know, like an actual graded scale, I'm just going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I would give ourselves an A. And it's not – I'm – Record aside, it's mainly because of the hard work that we put in these last two years and seeing how well we improved from year one to year two. Last um uh, last year, my first year at Carver, I took it we took a team with, you know, we had a few actual baseball players as far as been playing for 
um, several years without without missing any years. And then we had majority of players that were just, you know, either playing for the first time or haven't played in three to four years and they're just now getting back into it. We went from and we had year one, we finished the year with 84 hits, which is not really it's not really a lot when it comes to when you play in 30 games. You know, right. some teams double that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we did win a lot of ball games, but then you fast forward to this year, we finished the year with 163 hits. Um, we batted over 300 as a team. We batted over 300. We added more quality to our program. Um, and we won more ball games. Like I said, we didn't win, we didn't win many. Um, but we won some big ball games and we won mm-hmm. some games that was must win games for us to have a chance to make the playoffs. And we we went was one game short from making the playoffs this year. But the thing is this, Carver went from having no team for three years to in year two back, one game away from making the playoffs. And that's a big reason why I give us an A because these kids have put in a lot of hard work. Like we've been working with this core group since August of last year. Mm-hmm. No, actually, I take that back. We've been working with this core group since June of last year. So almost a full calendar year. And, you know, they, they've been nonstop working. And that's what it takes to build a, a quality program. You got to continuously work. We can't take oh, yeah. a lot of time off. We're going to get some time off the rest and, and recuperate and things like that. But for the main, you know, the main thing is you got to keep getting those reps. And baseball is a year-round sport. Whether you're doing it individually or as a team, you got to keep getting that quality work in. Uh, and you have to do it. It is in order to keep up and keep moving up, you got to do it. Uh, so I would give us an A, and I'm proud of my guys. They, 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 we asked a lot of them. I will tell you that. We asked a lot of our, especially our pitchers and our catchers. Uh, we asked we asked them to do a lot of things, and, and they handled it well. And the, the big takeaway for me is we're mainly freshmen and sophomores this year, so we're asking a lot of young kids. You know, you know, well, I think you were ninth grade, what 13, 14, 15, mm-hmm. You know, pushing sixteen when you get in sophomore junior year. We're asking a lot of young kids who, for the first time, playing at the varsity level to do a lot of you know things. And they handled it well. They managed it well. And I expect us to grow from that. Oh, hey, I, I honestly agree with you with the grade. I mean, you could say that uh, just from the numbers you gave me, you almost, if I'm doing my math correctly, you're almost doubling the amount of hits. I mean, and getting yeah. so, and almost almost getting that close to the playoffs. I mean, you got to say, yeah, the, the, the record aside, I mean, there is some noticeable improvement. I mean, some people who look at the finer points may – may lower that grade a little bit. But, I mean, if you look at the general, I guess you could say, shape of the program, you could see that it's definitely headed in the right direction. I mean, it's not plateauing. It's headed this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, and just to add on, you know, a lot of people will look at the record. And mm-hmm. they'll be like, there's no way you can give them an A because of record. But, honestly, sometimes records can be um, deceiving. deceiving. Exactly. It can be yeah. deceiving. Mm-hmm. Um, because – unless you're looking at a team practice um, all the time and you actually go watch some games, then that's, that's your actual grade. Cause you got to think about it. You can have a team that wins 
20 ball games, but they didn't really play tough competition. But then you can have a team only win 10 games and they had a really strong schedule. They played powerhouse teams. They played, they, they faced quality guys on the mound. Um, they had quality, you know, opponents, you know, defensively and offensively that they played against and they had tough games. We had a lot of tough games this year. Uh, we played a, 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 power, a powerhouse in Russell County this year who gave us, you know, it actually showed us, you know, why they, you know, have had success, you know, for decades. Um, and that's just one team. We, we, we played several teams. We played Columbus High. Columbus High is in our region, and they're constantly producing next-level guys. And, you know, so, we you know, we play some tough teams. So, we're, we're you know, we're going to be battle-tested just about every time we step on the field. Mm-hmm. And just to see the improvement that um, – that we have is is very phenomenal. Oh yeah, I can agree with you. So, uh, well, I know some people are a certain way about when they get whenever they receive praise, and all some some like some some people don't like to talk about themselves, and some honestly don't mind it. And I, and, and I'm sure you know a few people that like that. But yeah. uh, but but you were awarded the Game Changers Game Changer of the Year award. So how did it feel to receive that award? And it felt it felt amazing. Mm. It was it came it was a shock. It was a surprise. Mm. It, it it came out of nowhere, honestly. Um, but uh, I, I was very excited, and and I love everything that came behind it. You know, um, and mainly for our our program, we got national exposure. Uh, we had uh, Game Changer came out for about a week, and they did a story on us that's on YouTube right now. Um, and it's actually got over 20,000 views. Um, and the kids enjoyed that. They was able to uh, partner up with ProLook, which is one of their sponsors. And ProLook, um, I'm actually wearing one of the um, items that they gave us. They gave us a pullover. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave us two brand new uniforms. And they just, they they showered us with a lot of love. And they, again, they did the story and the kids was able to, you know, you know, we had our uh, David Pollock Classic, which is a um, class that we plan on doing every year. And they was there during that time. And they was out there, you know, filming the games. And and the kids enjoyed that. They enjoyed that moment. The parents enjoyed it. I surely enjoyed it. And, you know, I thank them for everything they did for us. And, you know, we still stay in contact. So we actually got some things in motion to probably uh, partner up with in the future, too. So I'm excited about that as well. So I love it because... You, you build that that relationship that can go a long way. And so it's not just a one and done, here's your award, and we're probably not going to talk to you anymore. It's more so like, hey, we're here for you. If you need anything, um, let's continue to try to collab on some things. So I'm very grateful for uh, Game Changer and what they've done for us, and they do a phenomenal job of what they do. Oh, awesome, awesome. I love it. So we're running short, a little short on time with this recording. So there is two questions I really want to get in before time runs out. Want to get your uh, want to get your take on? I I've heard that you were going to be doing a little bit of work with the Chattahoots. The uh, I believe that's a semi pro team, right? It's um it's a college uh, summer league team. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so summer leagues semi pro. Yeah. Uh, uh, my main question, and I put this in here as like a little note to myself, is kind of like uh, I guess you could say something similar to the making bacon per se. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got you. So I mean, is this a is this a first time opportunity for you? Yes, this is this would be my first opportunity of doing something like this. 
my first go around coaching college athletes too. So I'm excited about that. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, uh, I mean, so what are some expectations going into the uh, summer season with the Chattahoots? Um, just per, oh, personal or for the team per se. Uh, I'll start with the team. Just some yeah. expectations from from myself. Um, I'm gonna be working with the infielders and outfielders. Um, just honestly, just improving their crafts, um, getting them ready for um, to go back to their respective college programs, and just seeing their growth throughout the the summer. Uh, like you know, th- these leagues are designed to you know continue your your craft, and it's designed for you to uh, continue to play. Um, you know, quality baseball. That's this is like college travel ball. You right. know, you got mm-hmm. travel ball. So it's 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 very similar to that. So my expectation for the team as far as the guys that I'm gonna be working with is just um them growing as uh players and as men as well. Um and just you know helping them in any area. Um personal expectation for me is honestly just you know continuous you know to learn you know how to you know ins and outs of, of coaching. You know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, a great coach never stops learning the game. So that I'm going to have an opportunity to learn the game in a different light that I haven't seen yet. Um, so that's a personal goal for me is just learning the game more um, from that aspect. And also just, you know, being an advocate for these, these young men that we're going to help, you know, throughout the summer, just, you know, helping them in any area. Um, and also, you know, being a, uh, around a uh, well-put-together staff. Um, our head coach is, is is a legend around our area. He just won his fifth straight state championship, and he's constantly doing in, in high school, and he's constantly doing uh, great things. And I'm excited and humbled to be under his wing uh, throughout the sun, uh, summer and being able to learn from him. So there, those are my expectations, just really learning more um, about the game from uh, a well-put-together staff as well. And just learning more about myself as a coach, because I think this is going to be a good test uh, for me. You know, I'm only in year two of being a head coach at the high school level, but now I'm getting a chance to coach at the collegiate level, too. So uh, I'm very excited for it. I got you. got you. Awesome. So my final question here uh, today for this interview, I know players learn learn many life lessons from coaches, whether outside of the the skills of their sport. So. I mean, I know you're like you said, you're still new in the in the coaching profession. So, are there any valuable valuable lessons that you have learned from? You might have learned it from a player. You might have learned it from a fellow coach. I mean, is there anything that you've learned while being in the coaching profession in your young career? Oh, that's a good question. Um, one thing that I've learned, and it kind of piggybacks on what I just said, you you can never stop learning. Mm-hmm. Never stop learning. You got to continue to be a student of the game, um, whether you're a coach. I don't care if you've won multiple championships in a row. You still got to continue to learn the game. So that's one lesson I've learned. Because, um, I, you know, as a player, and I'll be honest with you, um, there, there'll be moments where you kind of, you know, scale back from being a student of the game. You get so, you know, bogged down with everything. You get tired and you just kind of stop studying the game. But as a coach, you cannot do that. It doesn't matter the, you know, how you feel. You got to continue to work because you're still building your program, especially in our situation with us, you know, building a program from scratch. There's always things that you can learn. So that's one valuable lesson. Another uh, lesson that I've learned is to 
continue to push your kids. You got and whether it's in the classroom or on the field, you got to continue to push your kids. So that's another lesson I've learned in my short uh, career at, at the high school levels that you got to continue to push them because if you don't push them, they're going to shut down. Mm-hmm. They're going to shut down. When you push them, they, it, it, it tends to continue to motivate them to do what they do um, and, and want to do it at a high level. Oh, absolutely. I I pretty much agree with everything you said. And um, I think that'll pretty much wrap everything up aside from the sponsors. I want to thank them one more time. The Merchants and Citizens Bank, Milton CPA Services, Vineyard Doodles, uh, the Cannon Law Firm, and oh, uh, and Riles Outfitters as well. I'm sorry, I didn't get that one in. And Riles Drugstore and Jason's Fast Lube. Coach, I definitely appreciate it so much you sitting down with me to do this interview. It's, sure. it's 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 been a big help. I I hope everybody from around the Columbus area enjoys our little interview, our our, sure. our little sit down, and hopefully sometime in the future we can do this again soon. Of course, man. I, I thank you for having me again, Jacob. Um, and I'll say this: shout out to Jacob. Uh, everybody go support him. What he's doing, this is this is needed. Podcasts like this is needed, and this you never know um, who you can touch with these podcasts. So you're doing a, you're doing a fantastic job, and continue doing what you're doing. And and anytime you want me on, man, I would love to be on the show, man. Oh hey, I I honestly I I, I appreciate the shout out, and I hope I hope sometime soon I I I, I may be able to get over there and watch uh and watch some chatter hoops, and maybe you and I can do something face to face. Yeah. I would love that, man. All right. Well, hey, uh, you have a good rest of your day. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Uh, Thank you.